0: Hey, welcome back to Confidence and Conversion. Today, I've got the Phil Gerdes from Baltimore, Maryland, in the house. Last year, 239 transactions. Year two, by the way, as a team. This year, the Baltimore, Maryland market is off 30% year over year on transactions, and yet because of this guy and his team and their ability to be effective with their communication, they're on pace to do more transactions than they did last year. Phil, welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Always a pleasure to be a part of the podcast, thank you. I love it, man, I love it. So Phil, I, you know, I texted you over the weekend and said, I literally wanna ask you just one question and let you riff. And the question is for everyone listening, for you listening right now, as an agent, as a team leader, would you share the dialogues that you have found to be the most effective with buyers, with sellers, with past clients across the board to help move people forward and do it if it's right for them. So Phil, talk to us about scripts and dialogues that are working today, my friend.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. Um, you know, I think the first thing for us is that everything when it comes to scripting is not only just the script, it's understanding the subtle nuances that come in connecting with a person, right? Yes you brought Chris Voss into everybody's lives some years ago yep. and it just really blew up. And a lot of people started paying a lot more attention to that. But also we're super big on the purpose of sales is to connect, right? Short term, long term, we want to connect. So when we're looking at things and we're, and we're saying, well, what do we say to past clients? Well, if we're going to connect, then we can't just hit you with a blank script. We have to give you a script, but then really give you the rebuttals, right, or or the shifts and the and the, the changes that happen based on who we're talking to and what they're saying to us. So um, I put some stuff together when it comes to past clients that you know for me it's working well for our teams working well, and I know that I've heard you say this, I've heard Jason say this, but instead of the CMA, which we've paid a lot of attention to, especially this year with the mm-hmm. equity growth that we've seen, we've we've paid a lot of attention to getting people true cmas but we're shifting it it's hey why don't i get you an equity review why don't we have a look at your property and really determine how much equity you've been able to gain because over the course of the past two years most people don't realize but in the united states people are gaining anywhere from 50 to sixty thousand dollars in equity year over year and they don't even know it's there so maybe you're thinking in two or three years i'm going to sell But before we worry and wait for what the market's going to do, let's see where you are today so that we can plan the long term or short term path to help you get where you want to go.
0: I love it. I love the the home equity review has been a game changer amongst our entire ecosystem. It is everyone talks about deliver value, deliver value, deliver value. Well, CMA is valuable, but a home equity review, a thoughtful. Let me show you where the market is today. Let me show you what everyone else is forecasting for the next two, three, four, five years. And most importantly, let's talk about your equity position today. So I love that. Um, What else are you finding effective with past clients? And by the way, I love the whole purpose of sales is to connect. That's, uh, That's one of the first things I wrote down.
1: Thank you. Excellent. And so with that, we're always thinking, how do I take, whether it's a past client, a buyer, seller, anybody, how do I take you to the next event? Because if I can always bring you to the next event, I never have you wondering so even with an equity review it's okay so after you receive this let's schedule a time to meet in person or do a video call or whatever the case is to where we can get you to the next event so another side of this is you've got a client they've bought they've they've sold whatever the case is and it's been a year well how do we reconnect with these people well remember the the market is a lot of people are saying we're in a bad market. My opinion, we are not in a bad market by any means, in my, my opinion. What we have is an opportunity market because yes. you've got a lot of people that never thought about investing, but now they have an opportunity to really think about what I call being a God property investor. So what that is, is literally, I'm not telling you to become a master investor. That's not it. I'm telling you, link up with a good property management company and let's think about buy and holds. But let's not scare you. Let's not over risk you. Let's use God properties. God properties are literally, this deal is too good to be true. God dropped it in your lap. Got it. And you know, if you walk away from it, you're crazy. So conversation is, Hey, look, why don't we do this? I'm going to set you up for a search. But I'm not just going to do a regular search. I'm going to do what I call a God property search. This is going to be where the property is so good. The potential income so is so good. The potential equity growth and the month over month return is so good that anybody would jump on this. And then from there, I'm going to link you up with a great property management company because the goal is not to add stress to your life so and so. The goal is actually to help you build the long term you know, growth and long term retirement plan. So if we could do that, I can only imagine that's something you'd be interested in, correct?
0: Of course. I, I just love the, the. I'm going to put you on the God property search. Now, there's an atheist listening right now who wants to sell a lot of houses that's saying, screw it, I'm going to use that line anyway, just for the record. So, so continue on, Phil, because I love, you know, you know me, like I've, I've said in the past, like, you know, every great salesperson always knows it's about moving the ball forward one inch at a time to the next appointment, to the next meeting. You call it the the next event, which I love. Do you have another example of that?
1: Um, So again, for past clients, the easy thing, and and we all know this, right? The average person's going to work with you. They're going to love their experience, and then they're going to work with someone else. So what I think is important is it's for past clients, but it's really for the agents for you as an agent to always establish your next event now what that means is how am i going to touch my past client at a frequency rate that's not uh it's not absurd right it's not scary but instead it's okay i know that i need to reach out to so and so at this time well i'm not going to do this every 30 days because then that seems very canned i'm going to do it at a frequency that's not really a canned frequency but the key is this use a good CRM because if you use your CRM and every time you reach out, you're looking at where you were before, then your script is now based on where you were before. And it takes you to that next event. For example, I have a client where I'm going to be very honest. I dropped the ball. I wasn't communicating with him. And then I saw him at a new gym. I go to, well, he told me he's having a baby. Well, this is amazing. On top of that, he told me there's two properties near him that are getting ready to sell. So here's what I said. I said, Well, why don't we do this? You've been in your place for about a year and a half. I think what I'm going to do for you is I'm going to grab an equity review. I'm going to put something together that's very specific to your house. But then what I'm going to do is I'm going to get you a rental potential review also. Well, what's that? Well, I'm actually going to take the other two properties and I'm going to figure out for you what's the potential rental income. And if it makes sense, for you to now have rental properties and you can start being essentially the boss of your community. Is that something that interests you? Yes, absolutely. It is great. I want you to email me over the two properties that you're talking about. I'll get all this together for you and then we're going to sit down and we're going to go over this together and we'll do this in person now. So we're going to sit down and we're going to go over it together. That's two events. The first event is you send me the email and two we're going to sit down, but then I added a third event. He's having a baby. So, well, we had our our local wine vineyard here, dial up something nice for them with a nice ribbon with our logo and everything. We sent it over and with a nice card that says from filling the entire team, once the baby's here, enjoy this bottle of wine on us. Well, just this morning, they messaged me and thank you so much. And, you know, that's really great. So now the event is actually the top of mind touch as well. So we're touching them, letting them know we don't actually want anything from you but we're also touching them, letting them know, here's your equity review. Here's your rental potential review. So here's your value.
0: Love it. I love it. I love it. Shift, shift gears with me as the market is shifting. What are you saying and doing differently with sellers today? And I'll, I'll preface it by saying everyone listening, you know, this, that buyers pick up on the change in the market in an instant. Sellers sometimes takes 120 days, 180 days before they go, what, 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 what my house, this impacts my home. So what are you doing differently to be the educator uh, to help them make good decisions around pricing?
1: Yeah, so this is actually something we talked about this morning at our team meeting. Um, So this one would be circled around what I call pipe dream pricing. Uh, Pipe dream pricing is um, sellers that are still pricing their homes where they were pricing them or would have priced them a year to a year and a half ago, based on the auction mentality that was happening in our market, right? The the pure purpose of buying was I don't want the next guy to get it. So everyone was paying more and more and more. So pipe dream pricing is something that in my opinion, honestly, again, this is not actually the seller's fault. This is from scared real estate agents it's where you have an agent that is unwilling or too scared to lose a potential listing so they're unwilling to actually educate the sellers on real value so the conversation shifts here the conversation goes something like this well i understand this is what you want to get for your house but let's have a true look at the comparables because there is a market value for your home right now and i want to get you every penny we can but there's really three different types of value for your house and really, only one of them is going to matter the most. So the first thing is our list price. Yeah, to you as a seller, that's the value of your house, what you're willing to list your house for. The second thing is the contract price. And to the buyer, that's what the buyer values your house at. Well, the value that we're not factoring is the appraised value. You see, the appraised value is actually what the bank is going to decide your house is worth. and. You know, the the bottom line is no matter what you want to sell it for, and no matter what the buyer wants to buy it for, the bank's only going to lend on an appraised value. So the last thing I want to do is get you really excited about a list price that is never going to appraise. So instead of us just looking at comparables, let's look at comparables and then let's do a broker's pricing opinion. It's essentially an appraisal that's done by an actual real estate agent. Let's build everything out. Let's cost adjust where necessary. Look, it's going to take me some time. It's about three to four hours of work, but I don't mind doing it because I really want you to have a true value for your home so we don't get surprised at the end if the appraiser comes in with a different value.
0: First of all, that was, uh, there was like five mic drops in the middle of all that. And I know everyone, uh, the person listening right now, you're taking notes as I am. You got old market auction mentality. Uh, You know, I don't want the next person to get it. All those lines around pipe dream pricing, I love. And then I love the three distinctions of list price, contract price, and then appraisal price. Like that's a great distinction. Okay, Phil, for sake of time. That was awesome. What about buyers? What are you doing differently now with buyers that are, you know, they're struggling because of higher interest rates, feeling the squeeze on their purchase ability, purchase price specifically? So, how are you framing it or you and your team framing it with a buyer to be effective in this market?
1: So, I've been thinking about this for some time. and, And the first touch is really related to your first meeting with the buyer, whether it's a buyer consult, meeting at a house, or whatever the case is. When the conversation about interest rates come up. I think we need to reevaluate where we stand with interest rates. Look, I realized that six months ago, you could have gotten a three and a half percent. And I do understand that right now, six and a quarter or 5.875 is just that much higher. So it's going to change what we can buy. But before we question whether we should buy or not, I think the thing to remember is most people are paying 7% on their car. Most people are paying 17% on credit cards. And neither of those things are actually gaining equitable value. So, yeah, you're going to have a little bit of a higher rate right now. But look, when rates go down, you'll drop your interest rate. You'll drop your payments by refinancing, but you won't drop your equity. And that's the key. So we're going to pay someone right now anyway. Let's pay into future equity growth as opposed to spending money on things that aren't going to help you in the future. But here's the other thing I want you to know, Mr. Mrs. Buyer. You're not the only person that's gonna fall in love. In fact, I guarantee you, Jim, when you met Sally, other guys were in love with Sally too. She picked you. So here's what I want you to know we're gonna go out and we're gonna look at some houses. Now, a lot of people are gonna tell you, don't buy the first one. I'm not that guy. I'm actually gonna tell you, when you have found the dream, don't let her go. Jim, what if you would have let Sally go? What would you have done? And here's the other thing it's really important for you to know that deciding to buy a house is not the same as what you'll buy a house for. So let's do this. Instead of saying, how much can I save? Let's look at potential equity growth. And then let's ask ourselves this very important question. If 30 days from now you saw that house settle for X price, what would you kick yourself for that you didn't spend it? And look, I want you to know I'm this guy. There was a beautiful waterfront house in my neighborhood that I put a bid on. I could have bid higher. And honestly, if I would have bid higher, I would have got the house. Well, I have a beautiful house. I bought a different house because I lost that one. But I have to drive by that house almost every day. And every time I see it, I kick myself that I didn't buy that house. Don't be me. You don't want this feeling.
0: I love that. I love that. Phil, there were so many great moments in this. We try and keep these, uh, this particular show really short, but there is literally, I have two pages of notes in front of me with some brilliant lines. Uh, I'm going to see you in a couple of weeks for the people that are not following Phil Curtis, uh, follow him. It's at Phil Curtis, G E R D E S on Instagram and on TikTok, where he is absolutely blowing up. He's got a bunch of content, a bunch of great shows. Phil, I appreciate you always, man. Thank you so much for delivering as always.
1: Absolutely. Thank you.
0: All right. Thank you so much. Make sure you like, subscribe, and do all that good stuff. And most importantly, share this with a buddy that needs some great dialogues because Phil delivered them today. All right, we'll see you on the next show.